Did you see last night? I did. I watched almost every game last night. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, okay, wait, so let's... Wait, wait, Yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Basketball Mood. This is a podcast about everything basketball. I'm Christian Urban with my brother Randy, and our third member of the team is Mike DiGiorgio. Okay, so let's, let's first of all talk about this Gobert stuff and Donovan Mitchell right off the top. They were mad because the referees... Didn't give them the calls that Joel Embiid got, but I didn't think they were. It was that egregious. They had a chance to win, and they didn't get a stop. That was their fault, not the referees. Yeah, if you didn't see the post game, there were some reporters that were saying to Joel Embiid that he, you know, he didn't play the first game against Utah because they said he was scared of Gobert and his defense. Right? That was well, well, forty points and nineteen rebounds later. Yeah, so he goes forty and nineteen against them last night, and the game goes down to the wire. Yeah. Embiid hit a three to go to overtime with four seconds left. So the first thing I saw was Embiid saying, they said I was scared. Well, how about this 40 and 19 I just put up? But then I read Gobert and Donovan Mitchell's accounts and Mitchell's swearing. Well, he got ejected. He Mitchell got ejected, got ejected yeah. in overtime when the game, was, the game was over, but he got ejected. And essentially Gobert was saying that because they're a small market team, they weren't getting the calls that Philadelphia was getting and Embiid was right. getting. And that's why they lost the game. And they said that this has been going on for, you know, essentially years since they've been playing together in Utah. And I don't know. What's your take on that? I don't, I... Uh, that's, that's a ridiculous take. It's not, it hasn't been going on for years. It's, it is what it is. Well, what do you mean it is what it is? Is it happening or is it not happening? Uh, it isn't because, like, if you think, if you say it's been going on for years, Okay, if you, if you think that way, then bring the stats. Like, is there actually a bias towards Utah? I, I doubt it. Like, if you look at things in a, in a big picture way, like, okay, last night, you know, 35-19 in free throws, great. But three-pointers were also 44-25. So right. 44 for the Jazz and 25 for Philly. So obviously Philly was taking the ball to the rim, so they get fouls. Utah shoots threes, and they don't get fouls. Right. Mike, did you watch the majority of that game last night? I watched like the last three minutes and overtime. Okay, so you can't really say if uh, you could notice like a buildup in frustration from those players during the course of the game, right? Like, well, you don't, well players, don't... players are, are increasingly getting mad at guys who flail and flop and look for foul calls. They don't like Trey Young because of that. Embiid is playing that way as well. But when your hand is stuck in the shooting pocket, Embiid is going to rip through and he's going to get two shots. That's just the reality. So don't stick your hand in there. Like you can't be mad that you play bad defense and get called for a foul just because the guy is hunting for fouls. If you do not want to foul him, then don't stick your hand in there. Yeah, right. Well, the great players figure out how to get the calls, right? That's right. You know, and th- there is something though to be said, and Chris and I talk about this quite a bit. There is something to be said where getting the call based on your rep- reputation versus you know your your experience in the league, and that's something that Absolutely. exists. And I kind of hate that. No. Yeah, maybe, but you know what? You earn you earn your stuff, right? You yeah, earn but your if, stuff. if it's about earning, then what's the point of having a rule? Well, how, like if you're that good because, to get to because a place, it's subjective. Yeah, but. Okay, well then. Well, this is interesting. There should be no rules. If this is interesting. Effective. You're saying that essentially everything could be called a foul 
Well, the rule says you can't touch somebody. So if if you wanted to call 100 fouls in a game, then every single time someone touched someone, you'd have to call the foul. So obviously it has to become a, subject, a subjective call in the sense that you have to you have to take the contact and see does it affect the play does it affect the player and is it is it egregious enough to make to deem it a foul sure if it isn't then it's a no call but you believe that calls should never be dependent upon a player's pedigree right yeah like if a guy gets fouled Uh, he gets fouled yeah well no no, okay. I, I think I think the superstars deserve more calls than a no name. The veterans in the league who have established themselves as the stars of the league deserve more calls than the role players who have not established themselves. So yet they, the, they the establish themselves through skill alone, and now you want the rules to just bail them out when they have slips. No, not bail out, not bail out. Well, that's but what it certain is. Certain right? things, no, certain things, they deserve the benefit of the doubt on certain things, okay. as opposed to a guy who. I can't. I don't understand that because if that's the case, the whole idea of rules gets thrown out the window. Not really, because it, like I said, it's a, it's subjective. Yeah, but that's that's the problem. You have rules and you have subjectivity. I mean, there's there's no honesty in the sport then if people are just getting calls based on their pedigree. No, they still have to be fouls. Like I'm not saying to give them calls that aren't fouls. At the heart of it, you're saying that because a player is a five-time all-star, they should get the call uh, if it's in question compared to a player that's a rookie. Correct. They've earned it. The rookie has it. So are you saying only if it's a foul, they should get called, they should get the foul call? Like, they, they're not manufacturing fouls. They're saying no, if they right. do get hit, right. they yes. get the benefit yes. of the doubt on the lighter fouls. Correct. Okay. So, so here's an example. Here's an example. The way you officiate Shaq was not the same as the way you officiate a guy like, like somebody who's smaller. So the contact that Shaq can take because he's a big human is much more contact than, than a small guy could take. Right. So therefore you have to determine what is a foul for Shaq and what is not. You're changing the argument though, because you're stating Shaq to be a big man. Shaq is an all-star. So like now you're jumping into, well, because he's a bigger player, they have to, they have to ref him differently. So now you're saying it has nothing to do with pedigree. It does too. It has, but it has to do with everything. There's not just one thing. You don't just say that guy's an all-star. I'm giving him every call. That's sure, not what I'm saying. Sure. But it's, it's, I would agree with you if it was just left to Shaq's a bigger player. You ha- so you have to determine um, according to the physicality of his, of his frame, how to, how to, how to ref him. I would agree with that. But if you're right. starting to throw that in and then with, oh yeah, and also Shaq's an all-star. So let's give him this call too. That's where it just, it, it loses all credibility. And I've always had what a problem. What credibility is there? The credibility of basing a call on somebody's on that past, something that you see. which has nothing to do with what's happening in the present call, present but every play. Call, I'm saying I'm saying the 50-50 calls. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sha- I know. Shaq I deserves think... more foul calls than Chris Dudley. He, uh, yeah. I don't think that's debatable, is it? I don't know what you mean deserves by it. But I, I guess that this exists in the NBA. My thing is. Those guys don't get the benefit of the doubt, so it takes them longer to get this star status, right? Because a, a rookie can come in and not get a call, not get a call, and not get a call. Meanwhile, he was fouled, fouled, fouled. So how is he supposed to get this repertoire when he's not getting the foul calls? Like Part of the reason why James Harden averaged 34 points per game was he was getting foul called. So you have a player that's putting in the same effort, maybe not, you know, he's not at that same level, but if he's not getting the benefit of some of the calls then it's, he's got to work extra hard to get those points. 
Therefore, it's going to take him longer to get that superstar status or that star status. So when do you start? When does the guy cross the line? When does he say, okay, now he's got to this point in his career. So now we're going to start giving him the benefit of the doubt. Because so many times you see a rookie get called for a foul and he was fouled or not get called for foul. And he was clearly fouled. That's the stuff that I don't like. Like I get you can't call every call and you have to make. But there are plays where a rookie gets hammered and they just don't get called. They don't get called for foul. Yeah. And, and that's like, and I guess, I and I know I, it's I a star-driven league, and I know you're trying to, like, those guys are star- Well, the reason why they're stars, too, is because they got those calls early on. And, and you know, their skill set was such where they could manufacture, you know, they cheat the game a little bit or, but. That's, that's, that's the key. So your skill set and how relentless you are. So that's if you it. go. You have to be relentless. Yeah. And it, the more relentless you are, the more you earn it. Yeah. That that's the key, right? Like if you only go in the lane three times in a game and you get fouled, let's say, and you get only one call out of three, but you're only in there three times, you're not going to get as many calls as the other guy who goes in the lane 20 times. For sure. But the purity of driving, whether you've been in there once or a hundred times, if it's a foul, it's a foul. Like that's what people will say. Like we, we can watch it on replay. Fine. Mm-hmm. I understand that on TV. They're split, split second decisions. So a good example from today's game is when Kyle Lowry steps in to take a charge, okay? He has taken so many charges in his career that at this point, when he steps in, they give him calls. They give him charge calls, okay? Malachi Flynn does the same thing. They're going to think twice about whether Malachi Flynn was set because mm-hmm. Malachi Flynn hasn't shown the ability to do that yet. So how do you get to show the ability when you don't get the call in the first place, right? You have You're to- relentless with it. Yeah. Do it often. Earn it. Yeah. That's that's how I see it. So another another example of this is is the foul with eight minutes left in the first quarter, the same foul that you get with two seconds left in the fourth quarter tie game. No, that's no. never the case because they don't want to impact the game based on a touch foul, right? Yeah. So that's part of the subjectivity of of referee. But the game is, gets impacted in the first quarter as well with those calls too, right? You maybe. how many how often does a player pick up his second foul in the first three minutes and his whole game is shot the rest of the way? Yeah, right. Well, that the coach doesn't the need game. to take him out. No, well, and they do, and that's sort of the that's I've always had a problem with that too because you might as well just leave him in there because you've taken out his rhythm already by or, by pulling him out of the game. Or Giannis yeah, is agree. having a great game against the Clippers. He's rolling. And then in that final play, he takes three steps and dunks it. And they don't call a, a travel, travel because he's been doing so well and because of the hype of beating Clippers. There's no, there's no travel in the NBA. There's <laughs> no, no travel in the NBA. Mike, can you explain Mike, to me? he takes his steps from the three-point line. Can you, like, if you're not going to make the call, then don't have a rule. I, just no dribbling. I, let's just take away dribbling. Let's just have you wanna, a run. You want to play, play the, the Kyrgyzstani basketball, the wrestling? Did you see that clip? No. It's all it's a it's a it's no rules basketball. You just can't punch the guy. <laughs> oh my god. They're all wearing wrestling outfits and they're just like The first highlight I saw last night on Twitter when when the Sixers um jazz game ended was Embiid an Embiid bucket. And what was the play? He was in close and he lay and he put it up and all you see is Gobert shoving him. Not yeah. not shoving him hard, but those kind of like you put two hands on the yeah. guy. And there's no call. Embiid didn't complain. Embiid made the bucket and ran back. But that's a foul. That's a foul on Gobert. And they didn't call it. And yet he's complaining that he didn't get calls. Meanwhile, he's shoving guys. Yeah. I think, I think there's enough calls in a game that a referee very rarely can really, really impact it. Very rarely can really impact it. Now, you can say the referee 
was every Raptor fan disagrees with you right now. <laughs> and every Utah Jazz fan at this moment disagrees sure. with you. This is another topic I really wanted to get into based on what you just said. And I didn't really think I wanted to, but I have a history or a tendency to get a little upset at the refs coaching at the level that I coach, which is high school, um, junior and senior boys, right? Yep. Mike, I've seen you in summer league get really on refs too. Yeah. And you're the sure. commissioner of that summer league and you employ these refs. Okay. <laughs> so you're getting mad at them. I'm getting mad at them. The reason why I'm getting mad at them, not because of their, their decision to make calls or not call. I just don't think sometimes they're paying attention and, and that, that bothers me. Yeah, that's that, that for sure. Because for those as, as a referee and um, my old math teacher, and he's a, a CIS referee, and he's now the timekeeper for the Raptors, Brig Harvey said, for those 90 minutes, this is the most important thing that these kids are doing. So you owe them your attention. You owe them. Absolutely. And so he, he gives a little more leeway to a coach that kind of gets a little more fired up like I do. Now, people will look at me and say, well, you're too fired up. It's a high school game, man. Just relax. Well, these kids, this is their life at this moment. I'm putting everything into coaching. And so they're I putting to, everything on, in and they're the into playing. Yeah. So I want the ref to be into the game. Yeah. And now you're seeing refs, even in the NBA level, you can't even talk to them. I don't like the sensitivity, but I also don't like, like they're, they're, they're trying to walk a fine line of trying to get rid of some of the reactions by the players because it's constant and i agree because it's constant I, and that's that is an epidemic in the nba every single move every drive every missed shot is a contest yeah. and i can't yeah. stand that or is it a contest it's, to the it's, rest yeah it's it's rough the problem is is it's really hard to rein them in that way because it's so constant by everybody and you don't want to impact the game by throwing guys out for no reason because as soon as you throw out devin booker the other night Everybody is on your case about it, right? Because they don't, they want to see the stars in the game, but the stars understand that if they don't complain, they're not going to get the calls, right? So there's, there's a fine line that you need to walk. And I, and I feel like I, I'm not sure what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. More technicals is not the right answer and more complaining is not the right answer. There's some middle ground there where there has to be some kind of, understanding between the referees and the players mm-hmm. that's that's how i see it and, and it is the hardest job it sounds For easy sure. to me you can go in there have a mental break oh it's a star yet yeah, foul oh not sir. no no it's okay no don't, oh, yeah. don't do that oh, coach shut up tech there you go <laughs> no, you like that I'd like <laughs> honestly i would like to see a shift from it doesn't matter how many years you put in a league if you make a great play and you get fouled and it's not one of those 50 50 calls it's a 75-25 call or an 80-20 call, then call the foul. I don't care they if call it's a rookie. It. They call those. Uh, I've seen so many times I've seen rookies go in, in into the paint and it's just not like, I'm like, that is a foul. Like, look, at, look at Norm. Norm gets no respect. Norm's been in the league, what, five, six years? What was that play against Philly where, where Simmons just came down? on? I mean, I know you missed that, but how do you miss that? On yeah, that breakaway. There's, there's, there's certain... Like if that's LeBron, if that's LeBron, and he doesn't get that call, you know he's getting three calls in a row right after that, and that stuff I could I could live without. It's interesting because when you look at these players that complained against calls that were clearly against them, and they're like, "No, I didn't do it." You know, you see that all the time, right? It really speaks to 
the power of money over principle. You know, their need to make money and, and earn a living is so great that they're willing to act and pretend and flop and, and plead. It all comes down to, this is my livelihood and I have to succeed every single moment. And I just wish that, I know that's hard to break out of, but principle has got to be the guiding force with your player. Like, I know I don't make money, we don't make money playing basketball, but whenever I play, I want to be fair. I want to win, uh, you know, and lose on my own account and, and not based on, you know, lying. And I just wish that more people yeah, would sort of adopt times that. Where, there's certain times where you're in the game and you don't feel like you fouled the guy. Mm-hmm. But then you watch the tape after and you're like, oh, shit, yeah, I fouled him. But there's, like, also, yeah, certain, but there's, there's also certain times where you know the ball went out off you and it's like very obvious. Everybody's yeah, explaining. Come on, you, that, that doesn't... Of course you try to influence the game. It's just like, yeah, it's but, just trying to foul a guy and not get it called. Like there's undercover ways to foul a guy and not not get it called. Like a little hold here, a little push there. Yeah, like, but, if, but if it's called against you, Mike, why do people just automatically complain? Like that is their baseline reaction. They just jump to, no, no, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I'm like, I just think, can't you just let I, it go and let the game go on? Like well, just just agree that you fouled them. It's okay. Certain times they do. I think in other in other instances they're they're complaining more so that they want the same call on the other end. And going back to what you just said, Mike, that I never played that way. I never played uh, to find an opening or a loophole or a cheating a cheat code to try to um, you know gain an edge. So I'll give you an example. I, I played in a in a summer league game and. I was running through the call, running through the court, and someone punched me in the ribs, and I never. Sorry, I was like, sorry about that. No, it wasn't you. And I was like, I've what, what, where, why, what, what? I, I've that's I never. Cheap, grew, though. No, I know, and that's what. If they get away with it, like you're saying, then that then that's all fair game, right? No, no, because it's not that fair kind game of that stuff. Sense. That kind of stuff happened to me all the time, and I never grew up playing that way. So when it did, I was like, "Oh yeah, hey, what the hell's your problem, man? Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to play the right way, and you're yeah. jabbing at me as I'm, I'm running. Yeah. Like I don't mind bouncing somebody through the key, but there's some other shit that goes down that's yeah. just unacceptable to me. I'm talking more so guys driving to the rim, and instead of getting all ball, you kind of pull his wrist a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and the ball squeaks out, and you end up getting a steal. Like, I'm talking about in those instances where you're doing something that may or may not be a foul, but then it 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 makes it better for you. I'm not talking about cheap shots down the court or anything like that because I don't like those. Those aren't those don't further you in any way. They just they're just cheap shots. But right? people do them just to get ahead, right? And if they get and they keep getting away with it, they just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, well, at some point it gets back to them because they the, cheap shot someone that they cheap shot someone that doesn't like it too that much. They shouldn't. And, yeah. Can I yeah. say one thing? I'll probably just add that um, Giannis's, you know, travel layup or whatever travel dunk was probably a makeup call too. Could so be. I mean, I, that's okay to me. But Mike, are you allowed three steps in the NBA? Yeah, let's talk about this. It, I, okay, so so there is a new rule now where you have a zero step, right? So your gather step. So the first time you pick up the ball, that step is zero. So you're allowed zero one two. So in, in essence, it's three, but your gather step is As zero. As you're picking it up, you're taking a step, and once you've held the ball completely, you yeah, get two you get more two after more. Right. Isn't that regular? Isn't that the NBA? Or isn't that yeah, basketball? Yeah, like how is that different? Yeah, but they've, they've, they've called it something now, so it's called the zero step. So but a lot of people don't what's happening get it. Is, what's happening is they're grabbing it before they're completing their zero step. Yeah, they're, so they're, that's they're, they're getting really good at it. They're yeah. getting really good but at it. But is that allowed? 
Like, has the rule, oh, the know. physical rule changed, Mike, or is it just the name? The physical rules changed. That that's a new rule. That the zero step is something. Okay. Like I, I don't see I don't see something like that being a big problem. I, I, I think don't want, it is. I, I don't want to see a travel. I wish I had that extra step every time. I mean, you talk about the, the how the game is different from, you know, oh the players now are so much better than the other players in in the seventies and eighties. Well, they're getting so many more. You know, they're getting away with so many more things now. Right, like you can, you can essentially oh, take. They're more three, athletic. Steps. They're more athletic. Sure, there's but more there's space. A, they're also given all these other little. Like Jordan traveled the same way. Like Chris everyone just, traveled. Chris just pulled out a ball, Mike. Chris is just... I got a ball here. <laughs> no, I really want to know. Like yeah, the ball bounces. Yeah. And as it's bouncing, you pick it up. Yeah. But you're now already take two steps. You're already, and now you take your two steps. But you've already taken these like long steps yeah, so prior like to this. it. It's like, and they push the ball ahead, right, Mike? So you right. you you can step and then pick up. Yeah, and then take your two big steps. steps. But they've already they've also pushed the ball ahead. Yeah. So they can oh, the gr- as they grab it, you know, oh, yeah, it's okay, it's like yeah. a pretend dribble slash self pass. Yeah. And as they're right. grabbing it, they've already kind of initiated this. Oh. Uh, beginning of their steps. Right. Oh, okay, wait. I have a question for Mike. You know, I'm sort of sick of the... Uh, you can't keep every, The flavor of the game. I, I just think it's always drive and kick, always threes. Now you can take four steps. And uh, and then on top of that, all the stars get the benefit of the doubt. It, it's just so predictable and so geared to entertainment that the sport is becoming diluted. Do you like the game the way it is, Mike, with all the it's, driving it's, kicks? It's by f- it's by far the best it's ever been. It's oh not even God. close. Like it's not even close. I don't Nobody know. wants to see eighty-seven, seventy-eight like Dallas no, OKC last night. I don't, I don't think night. you want to see that, but I think, and you're seeing this, you're seeing this from guys like Dwayne Wade on TNT and and some other guys, uh, Barkley too. They want to see a little bit more. Give it inside, right? And I think that that where you can where you can see some isolation plays on that level makes the game better it doesn't because you're but right why though it doesn't the math doesn't work out like it, 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 if you look at it okay fine in a certain possession for sure it sometimes the ball can go inside I, I have no problem with that but if you look at it in a 72 game 82 game sample okay if the majority of your shots are layups free throws and threes you are going to be better than the team who doesn't do that that's what just if, reality what if your team had Shaq on it you can't be Jack doing. Doesn't you can't exist. Play, no, but I'm just saying, the, the get, he doesn't exist because the game's changing, and we don't. You know, obviously he's a generational player, but those types of guys are in are out of the league. And who averages 1.4 points per post up? Embiid is the only one over like 1.2. Maybe maybe Anthony Davis. The other guys don't. They just don't. So if you're only if you're only averaging 0.9 points per possession, then it doesn't make sense to post up. But that's that's based. That goes back to my thing that the post game is a dying a dead art, right? It's too easy to double team. Look what the, how, look how the Raptors took Embiid out of the play. You double team him on the post, and then it just takes him completely out of the game. Yeah, yeah. I still think I still think it's a t- it's, it can be a tad boring in that it's just the same sort of motion play drive kick out open three and i and i hate seeing guys at the rim kick out when when all you know it's a good play to get the other guy the other team in foul trouble too right i i can't handle it the good players the good players who can finish that don't kick it out like i saw they, Kawhi leonard doing it. i saw Kawhi leonard five feet from the net do a pass through someone's arms to get a three that turned into a contested two and Somebody commentating the game was like, that's a great play. I'm like, what? Like, that's not a great I mean, play. 
I'm just talking big picture because obviously in singular plays, there's going to be mistakes made and you can't take one play and generalize it to sort of every play. No, you don't think that that's a pattern though, because that's what I see. Like I see it all the time. It's a pattern for sure. I I think so. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I see it all the time. I see it. I see every game. I see it twice. And I don't like, I don't want to see it twice. I don't want to see you kick out when you're two, three feet from the net and nobody around you or, or one man to beat and, and it's a sure foul. Okay, so let's do the math then. Let's do the math. Let's say, okay, give me an example. Who okay, is it? So a guy gets, so Kawhi gets fouled two feet from the net and he goes to the line, puts their defender, their rim protector in foul trouble. And he's 88% from the free throw line. I like that than, than the Morris brother shooting a 32% three pointer. I like it. Yeah, but is he getting the call for sure? Because if yeah, he's getting the yeah, call for sure, yeah, then you then you then you saying. go to the rim. That's what that's I'm saying. Right. It's a, I'm okay. saying they're kicking it out when it's a when it's at least going to be the a, a for sure call in my opinion. It can't okay. not be a call. That's fine. Then 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 it's a then it's a bad play. But if the guy's waiting for you at the net and he has a chance to get vertical on you, the right play is to kick it to the shooter in the corner. That's yeah. just the right play. Yeah, but it depends who you are, right? It depends who you are. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like you're not going to see Giannis make that kick. Giannis is going to the rim, right? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're not going to see, you're not going to see LeBron. You're not going to see those guys make that play at LeBron the rim because they're going to score. <laughs> Should Giannis be better? Yes. Like he could be better, right? So, I don't. So I, I think a lot of it has to do with scheme. He needs to set more screens and roll. He's mm-hmm. not a guard, so he can't be the handler in all these plays. Mm-hmm. He has to be the guy off the ball that rolls to the rim and catches it or catches it at the elbow and now makes one dribble and dunk as opposed to trying to take three dribbles from the outside and breaks the guy down. Nobody respects his shot. Well, so it's not like, well, let me ask you this. Can you give it to him in the post? And is that an efficient way? I mean, he could abuse a defender in the post. Yeah, but the double team comes. It's too easy to double from that spot. You got to get him. You got shooters. He's got shooters around him. That's what they did this year or they've done in the past. Who's his shooter? They just double off of Lopez, and low, and then you live with Lopez shooting thirty-two percent from three. Why? That's just a, a little bit below average, isn't that? What makes you win games? Shooting average three pointers. Uh, you got to shoot a little bit above average, I'd say. But at the, I'm talking more so at the end of games. You think late Gian- game. You think Giannis is lacking in ball handling skills? I mean, those can a little really bit, help. yeah, yeah, a little bit. If he if he set more screens and rolled, mm-hmm. he would be he would be dynamite. I think. Yeah. Well, they did a play the other day, and I think it was against the Raptors, and it was Middleton brought the ball up. And yeah, you know how Giannis always just comes to get it? Like he's the yeah. point for. So he came to get it, but sort of slipped it, made it look yeah. like he was going to get it, rolled to the net, and it was a dunk. It yeah. Like, because you can't bring two guys to him at that point, yeah. right? Like when he catches it in the paint, it's done. Foul him. Like, I just still, I, and I, th- I still think, I don't know, year to year, you see guys getting better and adding. What's he added this year? How is he better? He yeah. needs a point guard. They, these these guys could just so, they they would be so much better with a point guard. Drew Holiday's not a point guard. Yeah, he's a different type of point guard, right? Like he's not the he's not a high level passer. Would Malcolm Brogdon have been the point guard that they needed? He he was he's an upgrade, I think. Maybe not defensively, but he's a better shooter. Interesting. I like Giannis though for what he stands for, and just by the way he talks after the game. You know, he's he's all about getting better, and I think he's learning. Um, how much he needs to push himself. Well, then maybe he should get better. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's learning, but it's coming. It's, it's slower, but he's learning. But, you know, to me, like, that that's a guy that, you know, if you're a player, you should mirror, you know, your, yeah. the way you think about the game after. 
is Joel Embiid an MVP candidate now? Yeah, I think it's is I think he, it's him. I think it's I guess Jokic, but like there, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Really hard to pick somebody right now, in my I opinion. You, I know you're picking LeBron. Yeah, this this last little bit though has brought them down a little bit. I thought they would win a few more games without AD. I did. Like I, I'd say Dame. I'd say Dame has a good case. Yeah, and I would say Chris Paul. Like they're second in Chris the East Paul or in the West. Yeah. The team didn't make the playoffs last year, and they're second in the West right now. How do you not put Chris Paul in the conversation? I agree. There's, there's a whole bunch of guys right now. It's a big jumble, I'd say. Yeah. There's still plenty of games, right? There's still 35, 40 games left. So yeah, some teams have 40. I, I lo- you know what? Going back to this, I love the way Joel Embiid just – I like Embiid a lot. I know he takes a lot of flack for crying against, you know, when he lost to the Raptors and, and – Shaq and, and Charles give him a hard time for not being better, but I like him. I love his low post game. I love the way he's he's adapted to the modern NBA too by, you know, pick and pop, shooting threes, you know, running the break at times. And I just love when you interview him, he answers the question. He's not afraid. I love that. And I, I think we get too many manufactured answers, and I, I, I just love that he just – you know, he brings up things that people said about him. He doesn't really care, but he likes to show it for fun. And I think that that's exciting. Yeah. He, he, you know, Doc's done a good job with him, with yeah. that team. So yeah, good for them. First in the East, going into the break. Do you trust him though? I don't know. Chris, do you? I, I trust him more this year with the way they're made up than, than in the past. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that, you know, remember when the World Wrestling Federation was Federation WWF, now yeah. it became WWE. Yeah. I wonder when the NBA is going to, Attach entertainment on the end of their all right. national basketball. All right. Entertainment. Here we go. <laughs> Let's put a little lemon in your water and cheer up, would you? <laughs> I have a whole one. That's the problem. This has been an Industry Valley Pictures production. 